Well, hey guys, welcome to Diverse the Tea. How y'all doing? It's Meek. Hello. You know, we are Diverse the Tea. We're here to bring you all the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I wanted to start off this week's episode by talking about something that's honestly pretty tragic to me. We're going to talk about the Astroworld Festival that was held at the Energy Park in uh, Houston, Texas. If y'all don't listen to Travis Scott, you might as well not start listening. <laughs> gonna think it's, I mean, I don't, but you know. <laughs> at this point, it's getting too hot. I'm going some shade. <laughs> It's getting a little hot in the Travis Scott streets, honey. So just to bring you, you know, the hot, nasty, dirty, quick of whatever happened with the situation. It was a little venue with a lot of people. They're claiming that everybody was running to the front. But if you go on Twitter and you read people's tweets and you start watching videos, you're going to see people moving every which way. There was this girl talking about she couldn't even lift her arms up. She couldn't even breathe. People was on top of each other. I couldn't imagine. So um, you can see like videos and pictures where like the police are trying to come through, people jumping on the police cars. They said there was one police officer, he was trying to help people. He got stabbed in the neck, child, with some with some drugs. They don't even know what the drugs. Not the drugs. The drugs in the neck, child. I'm like, what's going on? I read another article. I believe they said there was eight people that had died during the whole thing. But one of them was like a 10-year-old child. And I think he was one of the ones that they said, I don't want to say preyed upon, but they gave him some, they gave him the drugs. They gave him the drugs. The um, uh, yes, yes, the kids. They was giving the kids drugs. Yes. Okay, so before we begin recording, me and me and Lauren, we watched the video, y'all, and I ain't gonna lie. Oh. I ain't gonna lie. They carrying this somebody out, y'all. They picking this person up. They don't even got a stretcher for this man. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. He was flopping, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. But respect to that. (laughs) Respect to that man. Respect to that. Respect to that man. Y'all, Travis Scott is still singing. He's he's singing that 90210. He's still singing. You can see Travis' face look at the person. And Travis still going, y'all. I'm telling y'all, how we gonna come back? I just wanna know. I just wanna know what started it. Like, (sighs) in the videos I've been seeing, they just knocked down the gate. Everybody started running. Yes. Okay, so I was reading another article and they were saying how it was like these two dudes, they were in the front. I think they were like siblings, but they were saying that like people was doing too much, you know just trying to get through the gates of the venue that was acting up, knocking stuff over. And they were saying everybody in their front was in distress. And like Travis had to say stop a couple times, but it didn't help nothing. And this is why I'm glad I got some down ass friends like y'all. I don't know if I'm gonna be cursing, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mama, don't listen to these. I just thought I got some down ass friends like y'all. Because, <laughs> because let me tell y'all something. My friend group, the way my friend group is set up, 
we would have never been in that situation. I'm silly. Um, <laughs> the way my friend is. As soon as push came to shove, <laughs> it'll be over. The way the friend group is set up, y'all. We got one friend. She got her intuition is too good. <laughs> everything is an issue. She remember everything. Her surroundings is too good. <laughs> we get got photographic memory. Photographic memory. <laughs> then we got Lauren. <laughs> Once Lauren gets shoved too many times, one too many times, <laughs> it's gonna be fighting. Then we got another friend. She gonna boost up the situation no matter what. Cause she's just a ride or die, but she gonna boost it up. And then there's me. I'm the tall one, so I'm gonna have to hop in. I can't just sit back. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm telling you. Plus, we would have never been in the front. I'll tell you that right <laughs> Never would have been in the front. I don't like to say it, but could have been me. Because <laughs> you know what? You never know when you might find yourself in that situation. So you can't, it couldn't have been me, but this one, this one right really here. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been me. Oh, the way my mama oh, no. is built. I couldn't have done that. I blame security because why are y'all letting 10 year olds in this event? Why was y'all letting anyway. 10 year olds in the event? Why was y'all letting people bring in all these drugs? And you want to know something so crazy? Out of everything that happened, they arrested 25 people. 23 people was there for trespassing. Only one person was arrested for public intoxication. Hold on. And the other Isn't person- is that more than the Capitol? Huh? Isn't that more than the Capitol? Yeah. People got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so they got into a little trespassing <laughs> at a concert, but not at the Capitol. Well, we can't do that. That's tea for another time. Wait. That's tea for another time. Not the tea spilling. Not the tea spilling. <laughs> Oh, we are laughing too much. Consider eight people that died. Okay. I know. I know. God rest. God rest their soul. Twenty-three people got arrested for trespassing. One person was arrested for public intoxication, and the other person was arrested for possession of marijuana. Listen. Out of all them things, y'all could have arrested some people for. Out of all the people that got swung on, stomped on, pushed on, y'all worry about twenty-three people. Two, uh, two people being intoxicated at a concert. I don't, well, there's no metal detectors. Like, how does a person with a needle get in? Would that not go off? I just don't. I don't. I don't. It's know. a lot of questions. It's where where the ten year old parents at? Now I know you had mentioned there were some conspiracy theories this because all these questions something has to be up so girl let me tell you you know back in the day when it used to be like single ladies in reverse you get the illuminati <laughs> you get the illuminati <laughs> the it's always illuminati it's always illuminati let me tell you something first of all first of all shout out to my cousin jody badass paper route illuminati go stream that but let me tell you something. Hold on, paper out Illuminati. Quick little plug. Quick little plug. <laughs> but let me tell y'all something real quick. They was showing pictures of Dante's Inferno, right? And they was showing pictures of Astro World, like side to side. Baby, it was too many comparisons. And in the Dante's Inferno, people was getting stabbed, stomped on, pushed in a fire. There was like a circus tent. You know, Astro World is very like circus, childlike. Like that's why I feel like 
even though low-key, I'm like, where the 10-year-old parents at? I don't really even fault them too much because some stuff be geared towards the kids, you know, a little too close to the children, but it's not for the cheering, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this was not for the cheering. <laughs> not at all. They should have been at home watching the live stream. <laughs> Where the mama could cut it off yeah. real quick. They should have been on Zoom, just like how we are right now. <laughs> should have been on that Zoom with Travis Scott. Talking out here. <laughs> what you doing? It's, okay, so they're saying that Travis Scott needed to sacrifice some people's lives. As you know, some people have accused other people who are the Illuminati. Like, for instance, I know they said Kelly Rowland, I think they said Kelly Rowland sacrificed her mother. They've said that mm-hmm. Beyonce has sacrificed her cousin. All types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jody, you know I'm a ride or die type of cousin, so ain't no sacrifices over here. I'm gonna just <laughs> put that out there right now. <laughs> ain't no Illuminati over here, but. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, they're saying Travis Scott sacrificed his fans. Lord Jesus, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Well. You gonna listen to Travis let's Scott? Let's just say I don't. <laughs> oh. The only thing I know about him, he was on the Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> he had that McDonald's meal. Yeah, he got them drinks. <laughs> the, them new drinks. Not the cat thighs. <laughs> And you know, then he, he got be having some money. shoes. He must got yes. a lot of money. I'm, do you think nice. he'll be able to come back from this? Do you think money could cover it up? Because he got a lot of money. Okay. Here, the way I see it is that any press is good press. Good or bad, the press makes you money. I mean, he may lo- lose some people, but as you see, he's on every platform right now. Everyone's talking about it. That's facts. So he might lose some sponsors or whatever, lose some fans, but at the same time, he's gonna gain a lot. Cause you know, people just like- That Illuminati gonna kick in. <laughs> people like drama, you know, people are devoted. Couldn't be me, but- Could be me. People are. I like Travis Scott though. I'm like, this isn't like R. Kelly level where it's like, no, we gotta cut it off. You know what I'm saying? It's not, <laughs> not Kelly. It's not R. Kelly level, but I like, like I really do like Travis Scott music, just like his music in general. Like, I'm not a crazy fan with all the other stuff, but this is kind of like very, this is very like, whoo, baby. <laughs> if it was a Beyonce concert, I'd be like, that's their fault. <laughs> but this is Travis Scott. This this is Travis, you gotta have to come up with some answers. He could at least stop singing now. He could at least stop singing. You can see videos of people going to the camera crew, all types of people that work for Travis in the audience. They wasn't budging for nothing. Travis knows singing right. himself. That's how you knew it it's was. A, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out. We on that live stream. Okay, so my topic is a little different. <laughs> a little more serious. So my segment is basically about Paris Hilton recently came out with a press conference in Capitol Hill regarding the new accountability for Congregate Care Act 2021. So basically, um, it's a federal oversight to the troubled teen industry. Um, so they're trying to provide basically just awareness on things that are happening in the troubled teen industry, right? Trying to get money and have um, 
basically the federal government look into these centers and kind of, you know, do a whole reform of them. And I just, it really caught my eye because Paris Hilton, typically we see her as this rich blonde. That's how the pink, yeah, the voice, <laughs> the dogs, the <laughs> colors. You know, Paris is very bougie, very, she's Period. like the Dixie blonde, the rich Dixie blonde. But it really caught my eye because she had that slick back pony. Oh, she was giving looks. She was giving looks. She was. She was. <laughs> she was up and out. Oh, she said this serious. And even her voice was different. Yeah, her voice. Oh, she wasn't like. She was. Yeah, she wasn't like. Hey. She was doing that. Yeah, she was. She was using big words. I'm back. Bitch, open up a dictionary. I literally didn't even think it was her at first. I was like, who is this? And I'm gonna read it. I was like, oh, that's Paris. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> well, I have to. I think she came out with like makeup line. I would say, I believe. You know, okay. she's gonna make money regardless. But yeah. this was new for her. I haven't seen her in this type of environment before. But the, okay, the reason why it was Paris, probably should say that why she was speaking. So basically, she opened up about her past. Whenever she was a teenager, I can't remember exactly what age it was, but her parents sent her off to one of these types of group homes, I guess, for troubled teens. And she opened up the abuse that she endured. She was locked in captivity for 11 months, wasn't allowed to go outside. She was slapped in the face. She's seen people, other people get abused. Um, verbally, physically, sexually. She was in the shower and the male staff watched her take a shower, like in the group showers, you know. So she really opened up about it. And the whole point of this act is to really just go in and kind of shake everything up. And I just thought it was kind of good seeing someone like her speak up about it. Because like I said before, she's very wealthy. She has a lot of... I don't know, like social media appeal, you know, right. g- going up, seeing her and everything and seeing her open up about that was really crazy. Cause you know, I was kind of like, why was she sent there? You know, her parents you were wealthy. Know, they could have, they could have been wrong for that. They wrong for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they could have just brought in a therapist or two and come yes. talk to the girl. They didn't have to go send yes. her off away. In the article, it said there's over 120,000 people sent into these types of homes yearly, whether that be Dang. from foster care, um, people sending them, for-profit boardings, which is what sh- she went to, a for-profit boarding school, mainly for the wealthy, um, mental health providers, juvenile justice system. Um, um, they're all sent, they could all send children to these types of places. And another thing that really stood out to me that she said was she was put on medication, but she never got a diagnosis, no type of mental health diagnosis, but she was given medication through the center. And also she wasn't going to school during this time. Like, I think they had some schooling, but she said she had no like proper education. Um, But it just really stood out to me how bad it was. And I never, yeah. I have to applaud Paris because she went to a for-profit boarding school and this happened to her. And I feel like it's very Black Lives Matter of her to say not just for-profit boarding schools, 
juvenile justice system take everybody. Mm-hmm. She said, uh-uh. If it's going to happen to me, rich and white, blonde, skinny, with, <laughs> it's going to happen to them girls down there. So let me go ahead and mm-hmm. pick up everybody with it. And you know what? I'll rock with Paris Hilton until she going to do something slick and something slow. <laughs> Paris Hilton, I'll give you the snaps. I'll give you the flowers for that because that's continue, boy. I had to give Paris some flowers for that. Well, and but you also, you know, bringing up, um, like, you gotta think about it. So these children are being put into these centers. Many of them probably do have some um, traumas and mental health issues, and they're all being put in one place. Now, do we really think that's gonna help them? Just like whenever nonviolent prisoners are put into prison mm-hmm. around violent prisoners, then that just starts a revolving door mm-hmm. of going back to prison. So, I know you, Mr. Meek, have a little bit of experience with these troubled teen facilities. Would you like to um, share your experiences and any thoughts? I would just first like to come on the microphone and say that I will not dispel the name of the location that I worked at because I don't have enough money to defend myself against the lawsuit. (laughs) However, if push came to shove, I will get a lawyer and my lawyers will be in contact But what I will say is putting troubled kids in group settings, I think that's very dangerous. It's very dangerous, one, because it could really make or break the situation. And I feel like I've been in situations where I've seen how the wrong adult was with troubled youth, and it genuinely scared me. Because, A, troubled youth, you don't know what they might do. They might turn up on you, they might turn up on you, and them kids gonna beat on you. But I think at the end of the day, those kids do not want to be there. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to like therapeutic centers for kids, send your kid off and just pray that the right people are there in the moment. Pray that the right people are there helping your kid, doing what they need to do. You need to get your life right so that way you don't have to send your kid off nowhere else because sending your kid off somewhere is not, I don't recommend it. I'm, I just don't recommend it, unfortunately. And even though I work somewhere where people sent their kids off because their kids was genuinely, you know, just not doing that well. It's just sad to see it affects kids. And I think you should work towards whatever it is that's not gonna get your kid taken away from you <laughs> before it happens. I will say um, in these type of fields um, of employment, some people are in there because they do want to help. They do like the children. And I'm not saying that all of these facilities are bad. However, probably majority of them are. Um, Abuse happens everywhere. That's it's yes. not, it's, you can't, yes. you can't get past it. Somebody can't go and get abused verbally, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. if it comes down to a certain situation. Can, you can tell um, if a person, if um, an employer is there because they want to get a check or if they're there because they actually care about the well-being of the children. And I think it's important for these companies to really look at the people that they're hiring, which is hard because a lot of people might not want to be applying for these type of positions, watching bad kids all day oh, <laughs> and dealing with them. But I think it's very important to choose your employees um, 
act wisely because you're going to get people who don't enjoy their job, don't care about these kids. They're not going to take home any guilt if they're not treating them properly. So if you work there, if you work at one of them type of places, you need to air out them bad coworkers. I'm telling you, air them bad coworkers out. I'm telling you. And if and if your boss don't be firing them, child, take it a higher. I'm telling you, because one thing you one thing you wasn't gonna do with me, well you better put in that work with them kids, cause you ain't here for no paycheck. They don't even pay people enough to work with kids. Oh, they put it on. And you got to think about children, the youth, they are our future. They're going to be our doctors, our Literally. lawyers, police officers. Yo. You know, if you're not protecting them and during this time, they're not going to grow up to be the nicest people or there's going to hold so much trauma. You know, and a lot of these, I mean, some of these children may grow up just fine, but there's, I know deep down they're still holding on to those traumas. So, I think it's really good that Paris is trying to stick up and, you know, use her platform and um, probably use some of her money to so <laughs> take okay. into this this um, bill to be passed because obviously we need it very much. Can I say something? And it's not to be shady. But do you think this is kind of like a, a pattern that we're going to be seeing in the future, because like you know, Kim Kardashian kind of does like I was the, about to say it's very Kim K. <laughs> it's, it's giving very Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a lawyer now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But get I get people out of prison. I feel like this is I don't know. Kim's is kind of just like I want to help. Uh, like yeah. people get locked up uh, wrongfully, but like I feel like for um, Paris, I feel like this is so personal. That it's just mm-hmm. is hitting like this is so personal yes. live trauma experience peer support type you know like I really think Paris is in it for the right reasons Kim you know her dad was a lawyer and I know she did say that was that was a lot of the reasoning why she did you know she's trying to do what she is doing but at the same time Kim has a past with black fishing and you know capitalizing on black culture. And many of the people she's helping out are black males. So part of me feels like she's just trying to compensate for some of her wrongdoing she has done to the black community. I'm dead. Well, let her compensate there. <laughs> Shoot, we ain't mad. I mean, you can get as many as you can out, but. Shoot, Shoot. compensate Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. Gotta do it so good. <laughs> I do think Paris is coming from a good place. I think she she can really relate to it, and she probably did see a lot too. Listen, I'm I'm saying I would never talk to my parents again. How you got money? You gonna send me? How you got money and then gonna send me some? (laughs) What I look like? What I look like? Could have sent me on the island, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, you ever? You remember? Um. Sweet 16, they had that Sweet 16 exile where they send like the teenagers to like them countries or like third world countries. And then they'd be like, I'm so sad here. I wanna go home. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen those ones. Wait a minute. I feel like, hold on, wait, I'm about to look it up. I'm about to look up Sweet 16 exile. I could have sworn Paris Hilton was on that. You know, what was that show she was on with Nicole Richie? 
Oh, the, the Sweet Life? Or not the Sweet Life. Okay, that's Zach and Cody. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> I think it's called Sweet Life. Oh. Zach and Cody. <laughs> you remember that show? Um, <laughs> it was like Paris Hilton's BFF, new BFF or whatever. <laughs> I don't. Oh my gosh! It was very. It was this like is actually funny because usually it's the other way around. I know you. Shows or movies. I don't never know what you talk about. <laughs> so Paris Hilton had this TV show, and it was called Paris Hilton's New BFF or something like that. And it was like very flavor flave type, you know, situation. One person gets voted off, mm. or whatever. Oh. And like she was trying to replace Nicole Richie <laughs> as her mm. best friend. Yes. And I love the I'll never forget. Very early 2000s. I'll never forget um, me and my young self. There was like a guy who tried out, and parents was like, What's your favorite planet? And he was like, It's Venus. And she said, Is it because it rhymes with your favorite thing? And I didn't get the joke for the longest. And then one day, one day I just did, and I was like, Oh my God, she burnt him. I thought you were gonna say Uranus. <laughs> no. Either way, I'm same sorry. concept. Same concept. <laughs> Any, as you can see, Travis Scott, we wish nothing but the best for you, child. I hope the Illuminati don't take your soul, don't take your life if you try to come back. If you try to make that U-turn, mm. I hope the Illuminati let you go. Paris Hilton, girl, shout out to you. We hope you in this for the right reasons, girl. I hope you keep doing your thing, Use girl. that platform. Okay, make sure you throw a little black line matter in there, but don't give out <laughs> to the actual uh, company because, you know, they they doing something a little funky with the money. But whatever, you know. That's tea for another day. That's tea for another <laughs> day. We're going to let y'all go. Diversity. Diversity. <laughs>